Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of The Good, The Bad, and The Whatever. We are telling stories, all types of stories. Mm-hmm. But Kendall, tell them where they can find out more about us. You can find us on Instagram at goodbadwhateverpod, all lowercase, all one word. You can find us on Twitter at GBWpod. You can find our page on Podbean and see show notes and listen to previous episodes. And we also now have a Facebook page. Woohoo! That's right. That's right. You know what? Facebook just came out, so we were trying to hop on this train early. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We are trendsetters. Yeah. I heard about the internet, and then I heard about Facebook two weeks later. I'm on it. <laughs> Says the IT guy. <laughs> yeah, that shows where we're at. At least said Facebook's for old people, so yeah, I qualify. <laughs> All right. You have to check us out. Yeah, or, or, whatever medium uh, you're most comfortable with, other than TikTok. Yeah, Kendall should be all over TikTok. She's way, way younger than us. I should be, <laughs> and I still don't know how to do it. That's funny. <laughs> oh, all right. So we've got a couple, uh, couple stories to tell. A few stories to tell. I guess a few's three, right? Yep. Yep. Okay. It's more than more than two. All yep. right. <laughs> so this is week three of me taking my friend's recommendation to talk about stories. I guess that happened airline related. So I guess this is a good one. So, I mean, for all of you that think I just hate flying, that's not true. But so I will start out and say if also all he does is fly. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I'm, get- I'm, a, I'm a pilot, by the way. No, but so the last two weeks, I, I shared a, a, a bad or whatever. And this week, I guess I'm the good. So with this story, I mean, obviously, everybody knows that if you have loyalty points and you're with an airline, you get treated considerably better the, the more status you've got with them. I was traveling with somebody that would be much higher status than I was. And I forget, like, we were meeting in a, in a location, and I think we were meeting in Atlanta. He was flying from Columbus. I was flying from Detroit at the time and converging on Atlanta because we both flew Delta predominantly. And so we were meeting there, and I forget where we were going after that. But my flight from Detroit, I think it was at the end of winter, like February, I had some delays getting out or something that came up. And so left late. He made it down just in time, like sometimes just the difference between Detroit and Columbus in the winter is substantial enough that that might be some flights don't go, some do, and they go out of Columbus. So he gets down there, and I remember when I I landed, I got a text from him saying, hey, we just boarded. They're saying they're closing the door shortly. Are you going to make the flight or not? And I was like, I I don't know. We're sitting on the tarmac, and we're not moving. And uh, as we were rolling up to the gate, I was like, I'm going to miss this flight. I mean, it's not the end of the world. Out of Atlanta for Delta, you can find 50 other flights that go to wherever you're headed. So I wasn't too worried about it. And then I had been upgraded. So I was sitting near the front of the bus and the flight attendant came over. She made an announcement, just said, ladies and gentlemen, if, if when the plane, when you hear the light, the noise signaling to get up, if you would remain in your seats for just a minute. Now I've seen Delta do this before and I don't know about other airlines. I only know Delta. But like a lot of times if they have a soldier accompanying a fallen soldier that's in the cargo area, they'll ask everybody on the plane to stay seated so that soldier that's accompanying the fallen soldier can get up and and exit the plane first, which I always thought was pretty cool. So we were Mm -hmm. all good with that. So when they said that, I'm thinking like, oh, man, you know, it's one of those things where it's like even though you hate that it happened, like you can't help but like watch because they do the like they load them into the person they do the salute and everything out on the tarmac like with the family and stuff so it's it's pretty intense if you've never seen it but that's what i thought was going to happen that was not what happened 
So it was for me. Oh. And I didn't know what was about Fancy to happen. Pants. I know. <laughs> so, but now I'm in like row three. So really, I don't need right, everybody. I, yeah, I could have gotten anyway. out pretty quickly. So the flight attendant came up after she made the announcement. And she said, Mr. Johnson, we've arranged a special vehicle to get you to your next <laughs> flight. And I'm like, oh, gosh, like there is nothing I despise more than being on that annoying golf cart that makes that beep, beep as it's going through like at five miles an hour. Right, you could run faster. Yeah, the one that I can outwalk, right. And I'm like, how do I tell them thanks, but no thanks. Like I'm thinking... (laughs) So she's like, so as soon as the flight, as soon as you hear that beep, everybody will stay seated. Just come on up to the front, grab your bag, you know, be ready to go, and we'll escort you to your thing. And I'm thinking, like, this is going to be embarrassing. Like, I'm not judging, but that's not my speed. I don't need to be on this little car. I am the Brian Johnson. That's right. <laughs> so when I, get, I don't know if you've heard of me. So I'm standing by the door literally as they open it, and they the flight attendant walks me out and I turn to go up the jet bridge, like walk up the the chute that goes back up to the gate. She's like, no, 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 sir. You need to go down the outside thing where they take the strollers and the, the plane side check back. You're going to push me in a stroller. So I'm like going down and like, so I'm walking out back onto the tarmac, you know, where the, the plane's gated and there's a Porsche Cayenne sitting there. And there's a guy in a red Delta jacket with white gloves. No, not kidding. <laughs> Opens the back door and said, sir, I'm going to take you to your plane. And I'm like thinking like, hell yeah. How the hell does this get back into the terminal? Like I'm figuring I got to get back because I got to still show my path or show my bat cave. So, so this guy backs out and is whizzing down the thing. Like we're passing plane, 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 like going like two terminals over and get over and pulls up to the next plane. And I'm like, we're still outside. Right. And he's like, no, just go on up. They're waiting for you. I walk up the same stroller stroller ladder, you know, and get in. Nobody scanned my boarding pass. Nobody checked my ID or anything. I just walked right onto the plane. And now I'm sitting there thinking the whole time, like, are we even supposed to have to, like, scan all this? Like, I could have been anybody and just walked right onto that plane. But they held the plane for, like, 25 minutes for me, caught my flight, and... I got to fly in a Porsche Cayenne down the down the runway. I was like, that I mean, was a that, good that was that a is good a trip. Fun adventure. Yeah, that was a good trip. And I was just gonna say, like, if if you don't think that as an individual you matter, I did not have the most points in the world. In fact, the guy I was traveling with had way more than I did. Like, he was maybe like, his points got you the could have been. I don't know if they made that connection, but maybe he pulled some strings. I'm not sure, but they were that adamant to make sure that I made my flight, and I was like, that's right, boss. <laughs> The if I was and, if I was a British, I would be sir. And, and, yeah. <laughs> we only and do I, the here. I will tell you, as much as I was just grateful to be on that flight, I had a strut you hadn't seen walking down that aisle to my seat. That's like everybody's right. like everybody's like, that's the a-hole we've been waiting on. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, you're I don't good. know if you know, but I'm also George Clooney. Yeah. Do, do you hear that song? Because I do. Yeah. You know, you're just getting so, the stink eye walking down the aisle. Oh, they hated me. Uh, then as soon as I sat down, I, I hit the call button. No, I didn't. But, can I get a drink? <laughs> Shaking, uh, yeah. Bloody Mary, please. Yeah. I need a glass of ice water to cool off right now. <laughs> Came in hot. Yeah. <laughs> I just sit down and I hand my bag to the person next to me. Do you mind doing something with yeah. that? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. You're on the flight, too? Oh, babe, <laughs> you're not my assistant. Yeah. I sit down. It's your lucky day. <laughs> 
Oh my god! So that's that's I do for all the bad stories that I got about flying. That was my that was my good best. I would have yeah. absolutely have not shared my armrest. With yeah, like <laughs> Brian gets a big. <laughs> oh so yeah, there's fun. there's not not too often ordinary folk like us get a a, nope. a boss moment. I, nope. I mean, first time I rode rode in a Porsche Cayenne. First time I boarded a jet without like ever scanning my boarding right, pass. Right, like this secret entrance. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, the best I ever got on a plane. I don't fly all that much, but it was during COVID, and they, the plane was laid out weird, and it was supposed to be, you know, they would have seats, yep. gaps in the seats. Mm-hmm. Now, I get in the one, I'm like the last seat in the plane, which is terrible. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then, of course, I'm sitting right next to somebody, and there's like empty seats all over the plane. I'm like, come on with this. Like, I really have to share a seat. Oh, when the whole terrible. plane's just about damn empty. And she comes back to the last, I don't know, five rows. And she goes, everybody in the last five rows, get up and come with me. We walk up to the front. And she goes, sit anywhere in first class you'd like. I said, a what? <laughs> Ask I'm pretty sure you got the wrong person. I would be sitting in the bathroom would be my choice. Yeah. <laughs> I'd prefer if you gave me the white gloves before I started opening the bathroom door for everybody. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, you mean I have, to, I have to work? I paid to get on here. <laughs> and so she sits me down and she's like... Just like I was in first class, I got whatever first class offers. I was oh. like, you get a whole can of soda up here <laughs> and a full candy bar. Oh, wow. You were like, I will take the banana split. <laughs> hey, that full can of Coke is worth an extra thousand bucks. But I'll tell you that there's a massive difference if you fly like to Asia and you fly business or first class. Like it's actually like real food. It's not like. Just, a whole can of soda? No, it's not a whole they, can of soda. They give it's you the like, can. They, they, put, they put, literally, they will put the little... Um, Obviously, we're real hard to put <laughs> down here. The container with the ice, and they'll stick the bottle of champagne in it for you. Yeah, I did get it. sitting there. I actually got a real glass. But with, those are those are why those trips to Asia were like 15 grand for the seat. Yeah, I don't know. I, I did not pay, by the way. Domestically, if you go first class, it's an extra thousand bucks usually. I'm like... Yeah. I do appreciate the seat is double wide and you yeah. can actually recline it back more than a half an inch. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I'd pay a thousand bucks for it. <laughs> when we flew to like, Spain, we were the seats literally right in front of the bathroom. So our seats did not recline at all. <laughs> and so for eight hours, me and my friend sat up just perfectly straight. And those are kind our, of like, seats you don't chairs. want to recline. I don't want to be closer to what's going on in there. No. <laughs> But it's like the person in front of you can still recline. So you're just sitting up with them like in your face. Hey, yeah. that guy's got a receding hairline. Yep. You know, I, Someone should tell him. I, there's two things on a plane that drive me crazy. When they say, please put your carry-ons in the seat in front of you, and then they proceed to jam a big-ass box or something under them so you yep. cannot put your feet out. You have to mm-hmm. keep them tucked underneath you. It's like, yes. hey, hey. Take away your foot space, not mine. Right. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I don't even care about people reclining. They make a big, you should ask the person behind you. Hell no. Hell no. I'm not asking if I can recline my seat. <laughs> my seat reclines. Suck it up. <laughs> yeah. Guess what? You can rub my hair if you do. <laughs> yeah. And the, the only other one is when the kid has my seat and behind me. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Well, even, <laughs> even get it back and forth. This past year, I flew to Vegas just before they lifted the mask restrictions on flights. So I had to fly with one on. It wasn't really that bad, but not my favorite thing. But this guy that was sitting at the end of my room, he had his mask on. <laughs> I thought this was great. They just said you have to wear the mask. They don't tell you where it has to be worn. Mm. So he just took the mask and he put it up over his eyes and he slept like it was an eye cover. 
like, that's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> that was pretty good. Yeah, not on my flight. They were very adamant that, that your yeah. mask was on properly. And it was literally like, I think they all knew that they were going to get lifted because it was only like two weeks later that it was a national, everybody, it's no longer valid. Yeah. Which is weird how that happened, but that's that's for a yeah. different podcast. Yeah. Yeah, I went on with a gator. Apparently, the gators were not allowed, so I had to put on a, a mask. She's like, you can't wear that. Isn't it funny that he wears something called a gator? I, I mean, after all of that, did you catch that too? <laughs> so opposed to gators in real life. Well, I don't know what else they call them. The neck <laughs> no, that's what I would have called them too. The, the neck warmers. <laughs> oh, None right. of us want to do this. <laughs> Stop. All right. What do you got? You got the bad? No, I no, didn't. No, you did. You did. Yeah, I believe... You got oh, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Me. Oh, no, wait. I got. No, you haven't said anything. I haven't said the bad. I was thinking, like, I was like, I think we're still on the airlines. We've right only now. done good. Yeah. So, yeah, bad. Delta, if you want to sponsor us, we'll accept. Yes. Yeah, we'll go anywhere. Hey, yeah. you got a yay. Those other bad experiences were on American or someone. Yeah. <laughs> totally not Delta. They were Northwest. That's why they got bought out and got better. <laughs> yeah. Okay. The bad. So, this is the dad of the year award. Uh oh. <laughs> Another one. Yeah. Florida man. Hmm. Takes his 10-year-old son on a paintball drive-by. Child gets injured by return gunfire. (laughs) (laughs) Now, I mean, I feel bad for the kid. Agreed. But dad, dumbass, big dumbass, who won takes your set? Hey, want to go on a paintball drive-by? So the person that shot... Just like willy-nilly? Yeah. Just a random, hey. They're like driving by playing NWA. and <laughs> Yeah, so this I guess the kid was doing the, the shooting. And uh, the, I guess they shot at a family. So a guy thought they were taking fire and pulled out a real gun and fired back at the car. Hit the kid. The kid falls out of the car and gets run over. Oh. So not only does he get shot, he gets run over by Did, his own Is the dad. kid okay? Yeah, it says. I mean, he didn't say he died, so... <laughs> There's a big difference between okay and alive. It says okay, the... not dead. Right. He's technically still breathing. He was hanging out the car window, you know, as you do on a drive-by. The kid fell out. Right. Run over Sounds like vehicle. his form was good up to this point. Right. Uh, let's see. Maybe standard drive-by situation. Yeah, it didn't he followed say. standard drive-by protocol. Yeah, hang out the brake. Break yourself, fool! <laughs> so, uh, yeah, he got shot and fell out of the car and got run over. Oh, so. my God. On your first drive-by, it's not a good look. <laughs> Yeah. And I mean, this was just a dry run with the paintball. Yeah. Yeah. So it doesn't say anything about Michael Williams. So I don't know anything about him except his name is Michael Williams. So The kid or the, the father? No, the father. Took his son on a paintball drive-by. He, he definitely is not Sir Michael Williams. No. This is Sir Dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> it's I mean, closer to Sir Mix-a-Lot than <laughs> Sir Michael Williams. He's honestly lucky he only got shot once. Yeah. His guy only fired one shot. He said, I'm good. I only need one shot. (laughs) (laughs) I can hit a kid from any distance with one shot. Hit him and he fell out the window and I'd have been like. (laughs) 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 Reholster that. Yeah. My work is done here. (laughs) Oh, my God. That's so unsafe. (laughs) This is so unsafe from start to finish. Yeah. Yeah. Like. I actually, How does the conversation start? So what I want to understand is what... What are you let's, trying to let's, teach him? Let's acknowledge that it all went wrong. Yeah. What would it going right have looked like? Right. You know, That's like, what I'm saying. What, like, he's what, honestly what out of this would have been like, hey, we're going to check your accuracy in a moving vehicle, hanging out a window? Like, I mean, what was the lesson being taught? Okay. 
I'll say the good is all this that happened. He'll never do that again. I mean, right. <laughs> and probably Hopefully. it'll never get past paintball. Yeah, hopefully, yes. Yeah. Hopefully that was a life lesson where it's like, yeah, don't do this. Yeah. Bad things happen when you do bad things. Right. They do shoot back. Yeah. <laughs> lesson learned. Yeah, you shot dad and he popped a cap yeah. in your ass. <laughs> when you shoot at somebody protecting their family, they will shoot back. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Talk about karma. Instant karma. That's why I think Well, no, it's like it's unfair lucky. because the kid is the one that got struck. Still, like. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> it was I just want to know is like, hey, son, you want to go practice a drive-by today? Right, like what was the skill set he was wanting to like teach him? I don't know what it was. Like, I don't, even if it's not a skill set, like, hey, you want to go shoot the paintball at people? I mean, granted, as a kid, I had paintball shot at me, but they were people I knew. Yeah, but they didn't shoot back with bullets. Yeah. But it was also a fair fight. Like yeah. they knew we you both were acknowledged paintball, we're shoot and you at knew each other they were going to shoot a paintball. No, no, I didn't have a paintball. We were just skateboarding down the street. My friend's brother was going down the street, and he started shooting paintballs at us. You know, we had okay, a, fair, but. so <laughs> we had a thing in high school, and this happened to one of my buddies. This just reminds me. We were we'd go down and we would light Roman candles and shoot them out the windows of the car. As kids do exactly. Now we didn't talk our little brother into doing it this but is we what did boys do yeah this I is what one of my like one of my buddies we were driving by driving down the road and he lit it and started firing out the window and there's like 11 shots or something in these things there's quite a few and just as we did that we drove by a cop that was sitting there clocking people driving by and he freaked out and put his hand over the front of it and shot like six of them into his hand and he had like second degree burns on the palm of his hand so we had to take him to the hospital like literally had like skin dripping off of his hand Ugh. Yeah, but also like, but also get what you get. He never did that again either. Yeah, turns out never mess with fireworks. <laughs> it's a life lesson. Bad idea. He's now Smokey the Bear. Yeah, so. <laughs> <laughs> only you can prevent forest fires. Yeah. See, guys are proud of it. Girls, if they ever did it, would never admit to it. hundred well, no, percent. Because he goes around. The first thing he did is like, "Hey, look at this. Right. <laughs> look at my hand. He's now got this a party awesome. trick. This yeah. is party trick, Dave. With his melted hand. hand. You know that part in Indiana Jones and Raiders of the How Lost Ark? Are you like, melt? yeah, that's what it looks like. Yeah, did you tell him? Or Home Alone when he grabs the doorknob? Yeah, there's a Tesla key in there. <laughs> oh. Ugh. All right. No, that's awful. <laughs> what do you got for us, Kendall? Okay, so a Chinese man trapped aloft in a hydrogen balloon for two days. <laughs> that was Trapped the headline in the air in the air so it's like a loft i'm thinking mm-hmm. yep so out. chinese state media say a man has been found safe after he spent two days aloft in a hydrogen balloon traveling about 200 miles after it became untethered and flew away while he was using it to harvest pine nuts from a tree pine nuts mm-hmm. so pine nuts are Allegedly, they're in a pine cone. You yeah. collect pine cones, take them apart. I didn't know that. I That's what that squirrels here. are sitting there doing, spinning pine cones and making a mess. None of the yard. squirrels use a helium balloon to do yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. So there were two guys in, I'm imagining like a hot air balloon contraption. but like, they, a, like, a, like a weather balloon. Yeah. yeah. And they like float up to the top of the tree to like get the pine nuts. They came untied and it started to drift off. And so one of the guys jumped out. and That would have been me. I, I guarantee you, I would have looked at the ground, looked at the sky, and said, "Nope." But then also, Going you've down. now made the weight literally half, so yeah. it like flew off even harder. <laughs> Screw you! <laughs> <laughs> and so he floated for two days. They were finally able; rescues were finally able to contact him via cell phone. I guess like 
Signal's way better up there. So. I mean, maybe. <laughs> this, this does remind me. I was out on a lake in Atlanta at a work event. And we had like jet skis towing inner tubes. And we had one of those huge inner tubes where two people literally can both, both of you can hold to your own two handles. Mm-hmm. But you're on one half and the other person's on the other half. We were going around a turn. And this guy looks at me and he's like, I don't think I can hang on. And I was like, oh, God, I'm like up in the air. And I'm like, do not let go. Do not let go. He lets go. Immediately, mine starts flipping up in the air. It's what it reminds me of where it was just like the guy just basically gave me the middle finger as he like fell off. And he just falls into the water and skips a little. I'm like flipping. So I guess they talked him through like slowly letting water, like water, air out of the balloon to deflate too much, it. Too much. <laughs> 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 Put your finger back in that hole. And so they kind of instructed him how to land safety or safely, and he winds up landing close to the border with Russia. And I'm like, no, t- like just in the nick of time. <laughs> yeah, pop that. <laughs> I would have been like, down right I think, now. I think the border's near. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But. All in all, he was in good health, apart from lower back pain from standing. And then when he lands, they're talking to him. He's like, I don't know what I'm doing. (laughs) I'm a little dehydrated. But can you imagine? (laughs) Like, just straight up up style. (laughs) Yeah. Don't don't look in the basket. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It's two days. What was I supposed to do? Just just throw that in the trash. The whole thing. What was I supposed to do? Hey, it scared the crap out of me. What was I supposed to do? Yes. I mean, honestly, I almost I was, went to Russia. Right? Flying towards Russia would do it to anybody, I yeah. feel like. When the guy jumped out, was it like, you suck. <laughs> <laughs> it is now. Our version of the story it is. Yeah. Oh, that was pretty good. I thought we were going to die together. <laughs> you know, though, if it probably weren't for the guy bailing, nobody would have known that he was flying away. Probably. Because I would assume that would have been the guy to go like... Oh, yeah, sure. He saved him. Huh? I saved you by jumping out. <laughs> 200 miles later. You got a much better ride once I bailed. Yeah. 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 Well, I mean, I guess if he had a cell phone, he was probably also like reaching out, calling for help, too. It could be. We just assume they're self-service. I mean, they got a hold of each other. That is true. Yeah, they did talk him down, literally. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, they did. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> they were like, they slowly deflated it a little bit at a time until he landed. Like, I mean, smart. <laughs> yeah, that is pretty good. I mean, I don't really know how she would have done it. So, And I'm not the one you want in a crisis situation. I just, I'm not. Like, <laughs> how high I'll up let do you, you think down. you are? I, I, I don't know, but I, I can't see anything moving on the ground. <laughs> right. Just jump. Like, my whole just, body just do shuts down, and I'm not the one you want in a crisis. So, as soon as I read the article, I was like panicking <laughs> for him. And then it was like, oh, just let the air out of blue. And I was like, that's so smart. <laughs> <laughs> Why did I think of that? It never would have crossed my mind. Two days ago. <laughs> <laughs> when they're like, Kendall, where, where are you at? What do you see around you? I don't see anything. Stand up. Don't sit in the basket. Stand up. <laughs> look around. Yeah, no, yeah. I'm not your girl. Yeah, well, see, there's two kind of panickers. There's the hysterical that is causing more problems and the shut down and just... <laughs> Kendall's gone bye-bye. Yeah, yeah, mine is just full K- shutdown. Kendall's no longer helping, but she's not hurting. <laughs> right, yes. I can't make it worse, but I Nobody's will not... trying to throw her out of the basket yes. while she's yeah. being yes. hysterical. The full-on panicker, those go overboard. Yeah, yeah. but I am not gonna help you any <laughs> you're gonna be on your own yeah. and you're also gonna have to take care of me just panic out of the way so you're not in the walkway <laughs> right i'll just panic quietly here in this corner you let me know when you're done 
Oh, that's funny. All right. We got a good, we got a bad, and we got a whatever. Mm-hmm. That was, I think that was a good episode. That was fun. Yeah. A lot, a lot of color commentary added to each story. Right. So. So if you have your more stories you would like yeah. to send us, you can send us to them via Instagram at Good Bad Whatever Pod, Twitter at GBW, the Facebook page, and our Podbean website. Yeah, and even if there's stories that happen to you and you want us to just read them, we'll even give you credit for them. Right, like Not write them in, you know, like a hometown, like your favorite icebreaker story you love to tell people. Yeah, or when you got stuck in the well or whatever it is. <laughs> what? Did, <laughs> did Timmy come and save you? <laughs> Rin Tin Tin. Yeah. What's that, good boy? <laughs> Timmy's stuck in a well? Oh, yeah, Timmy's in a well. Timmy didn't save nobody. Yeah, stupid Timmy. He's always stuck in a well. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, all right. Take us out, Brandon.